0: Hi, and welcome to my podcast, Eileen Talks Menopause. When it comes to menopause, I always say knowledge is power. So keep listening to learn about all things perimenopause and menopause and gain the knowledge and power to take control of your symptoms, ease worries, and find the answers to questions you didn't even know you had. One of the most common symptoms of perimenopause and menopause, fatigue is something that most women will experience at some point along their journey. And experiencing one or more types can make this a very overwhelming symptom. So today on my podcast, I will be talking about the different types of fatigue you can experience and what you can do to boost your energy and fight fatigue. So let's get started. It's really interesting because today, probably the most common menopause symptom that we're getting queries about is fatigue, and it's actually overtaken hot flushes and night sweats. So this is a huge issue for so many women, and to be honest, most women will experience fatigue to some extent and at some point during the perimenopause and the menopause it can be overwhelming, it can affect your daily life, so what I'm going to do today is look at the different types of fatigue that you can experience and what you can do to help yourself. So number one is emotional fatigue. If you think about it during the menopause, we tend to become more anxious, we get more emotional, we may cry more, we may get more upset, we may get more sensitive with other people. But that kind of fighting this emotional fatigue, it can be really hard, it can be very draining. And at the end of the day, if we get continually emotionally fatigued, we can end up getting more and more anxious more and more low mood and more and more irritated. It can be the physical fatigue. And I think this is probably the most common one. You just find that you go to bed, you sleep, but you wake up, you're tired, you have no energy, you just don't want to do the things that you used to be able to do physically, maybe the gyms out the window you can't even face going for a walk. And maybe your job is quite a physical one and you just find that you can't cope as well as as you used to do beforehand. Number three is mental fatigue. And this is the oh, I can't be bothered to do anything. You just feel as if your get up and go has gone. You lose your enthusiasm for everything. And and again, very often it's with exercise, you just can't be bothered. It may well be you can't be bothered with other people. You can't be bothered with your work. You can't be bothered with the the world in general. You just feel that you're stuck in this kind of gray place and, and nothing seems to make any difference. Number four is food sensitivity fatigue, and this is quite an interesting one because you may find that after you've eaten, half an hour or so after you've eaten, you just feel as if someone has has pulled the plug, you can't move, Um, and again, that can affect you both mentally and physically. Number five, which is probably the most serious one, this is burnout so this means that your energy on all level completely disappeared. Is the fact that you have no energy to do anything, to deal with daily life. You may not even want to get out of bed. You might not even want to face the day. And number six is adrenal fatigue. And this is a little bit of a sneaky one. Um, your adrenals are two glands that sit above the kidneys and they... Kind of overrule and they look after your nervous system. And when these little glands get extra fatigued, that can have a huge impact on all different areas of your health. So in a nutshell, adrenal fatigue can cause the flushes and sweats, it can cause the anxiety, it can affect your sleep, it can cause joint aches and pains. And a good tip to know that it's this one is if you feel tired, but you're also wired. So it's like you are you can be very jittery, sort of full of energy, nervous energy, but at the same time you can feel really fatigued. So what can you do about these ones? So there's lots of simple general tips, and for those of you who've been watching for a while, you'll know what they are. So eating well is really important. The physical changes that are going on in the perimenopause and menopause use up huge amounts of your energy. And if you're not getting enough nutrition, then your energy levels in all sorts of different ways is just going to be affected. Your body cannot do everything. So eating well will make sure that you have the necessary vitamins and minerals and all the other nutrients that your body needs in order to be able to cope with this. So you're looking at phytoestrogen-based feeds, foods, um, plenty of protein, healthy fats, um, and also loads of different um, vegetables as well, just to give you everything that you need. Avoid foods that will spike your blood sugar levels up, because if your blood sugar levels get raised really quickly, they very often then crash really quickly too. And that's when you get that sudden... Fatigue, where you, you, you just, you're okay one minute and the next minute you could disappear. And I know that was me, two o'clock in the afternoon, and I'm, I'm sure I could sleep for, for hours because I just felt so tired. So that would be things like your coffee, fizzy drinks, fruit juices, high salt and sugar foods as well. Eat little and often because that, again, is going to keep your blood sugars more stable. And the more stable they are, the more likely you are to conserve your energy and also have energy available when you need to do that little bit more. Regular exercise, and I know this is a bit of a strange one, if you're tired, how can you exercise? Exercise produces feel-good chemicals that lift your mood and energize you. So even a 15-minute walk at lunchtime can be really, really helpful. And I'm always saying to everybody, YouTube is fantastic if you want a 10-minute exercise program to do first thing in the morning or in, in the evening or in the middle of the day. You can do a little bit of exercise just to get everything moving without even having to leave your living room remember magnesium. Magnesium is vital for energy and during the menopause we tend to burn up a lot more of it and it's sometimes not quite so easy to get from our food. So plenty of magnesium will prevent fatigue, it will give you that little bit um, more energy. You can top it up with supplements such as our menopause support. This is for Um, The menopause, it contains magnesium, phytoestrogens from soya, and hibiscus. Also B-vits. really important, the B vitamins help to produce energy for us. So I very often recommend a 50 milligram supplement on a daily basis. Take with your breakfast because you don't want to take it in the evening as it's a little bit of an energizer and you want to sleep. Sleeping well, again, if you don't sleep, you are going to be fatigued. And I know, again, sleep is a huge issue for for many women. And remember to rest. And this, this is the one I think most menopausal women will go, rest, how can I rest? It's so important. Again, your body can only cope with so many things at once. And as women, we are so you know, we have this pride thing that we can multitask, but it can also um, be our undoing. If we keep doing so many things on a daily basis, we're just going to run out of energy. And remember, fatigue is your body's way of telling you it can't cope and it needs to rest. So 30 minutes me time a day, it's worth its weight in gold and can make a huge difference really quickly when to see the doctor. If you try these tips and advice, if you find it doesn't make any difference, if you have got to the burnout stage, then it's really important to seek medical advice or or go and see a complementary practitioner. Other health issues can creep in in the perimenopause and the menopause, such as underactive or overactive thyroid. It could be vitamin D or B12 deficiency. It could be low iron, it could be diabetes, and it could also be heart disease. All of these can appear at this particular stage, and these will all cause fatigue. So this is a really important one. Just double check. Your doctor can take tests just to eliminate them. And then again, if everything is fine, you can just look at your lifestyle and maybe make a few more tweaks. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. If you did, don't forget to subscribe. Take care and thank you for listening.